Hey there, Future Jalen here again. Um, just want to stop by at the beginning of this episode and mention that Ellie and I use a, a slur for lesbians in a joking fashion. Um, just because, you know, we, we are able to use that and we honestly find it more funny than anything else. Um, just a heads up, we don't know how, you know, everyone feels about that. So one to be careful. Um, but yeah, enjoy the episode. back to platonically queer uh i am jalen boatwright my pronouns are she her i'm ellie my pronouns are she her and today we have a guest joining us uh brooke introduce yourself hello i'm brooke my pronouns are also she her <laughs> look at us what a diverse group here look at us. <laughs> look at um and today we're going to be covering like school groups, basically, and how to make a safe environment and um, basically how to make how to make a good place for other people in the community, how to how to create safe spaces. Um, and Brooke is here because we went to the same school, all, all three of us did, but she was like the president of the group for our school. So she knows the most out of all of us. Madam President. <laughs> yeah, the Madam President. I'll accept. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's let's start off with like, uh, I guess a little bit about uh, what what was the group's name? Tell us a bit about the group. Okay, so I ran this group, I guess, since my sophomore year. Um, so I was vice president of that sophomore year and then junior and technically senior year as president um it's almost like gsa a uh, gay straight alliance but we called it diversity club because honestly I like gender sexuality alliance i thought it was gay straight alliance isn't it i think she's making a joke what actually no, no 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 her reaction is oh. completely genuine i'll look it up continue Please. Okay. But yeah, so we called it Diversity Club mostly because the LGBT community wasn't our main focus. It was a big part of it, but we also focused on more um, controversial and current topics going on. Like, I think at one point we talked about, like, Trisha Paytas or something, and that was that was a discussion right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the club at our school is GSA, it's Gender Sexuality Alliance. So it's like I'm gonna be honest. Weird, I looked up them weird, both, and they both had results. And gender non-conforming kids only, except I mean, straight kids are allowed, I guess. But like, why would a straight kid go to that? I think both versions work though. Gay Straight Alliance is the more Honestly. common one. Yes, but I think also makes sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, because with that group, I know. Ellie, you, you never attended that, right? You didn't know it existed or you had art or something? During diversity the, club? Yeah, diversity yeah. club. No, it was just closeted. That's fair. Perfect. That's fair. That's valid. Um, I, well, the funny thing is that was, my dad's a teacher and it was hosted in his classroom because he was the, uh, 
the staff like representative or whatever it was um which was real fun um and so my freshman and sophomore year i attended every single one basically um and it was pretty fun the people before uh brooke was in charge um were honestly really really nice people i never like got to know them but they also did a really good job in my opinion at least you know from what i've seen um yeah um it was alex and liberty i think i think so yeah um, like that sounds about right yeah that those are that sure why not <laughs> um but i think what was really interesting about diversity club is that i learned like a lot from diversity club i was like pro everything i didn't under i didn't know that someone could have pronouns besides he him or she her until diversity club like oh my oh, god I it was like last year during quarantine <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> discovered TikTok and became communist. <laughs> yes, communism. Uh, oh my god. Okay. Um, but yeah, uh, I learned like a lot, a lot. And I think part of it is that I didn't ever really put like two and two together. So I learned about what, you know, being transgender is from Diversity Club. And I didn't I just didn't put that together until like a few years later. So I kind of credit Diversity Club with my like realization of like, wait, that makes a lot of sense. And so having spaces like that and going to them, even if, you know, you're questioning or you're entirely straight, it's really good to be able to learn about the LGBTQ community. Um, from I would say places like that, because that's the most genuine interaction you'll get, in my opinion, is going to a group where you can see all of these people who literally are the prime examples of those communities. Um, and I guess, what were some things that you did to help make a safer space, Brooke? What were, what were some things that you were like, key things you wanted to hone in on? Um, let's see. I know that we definitely made sure to switch up the topic every now and then. Um, so every other week, we'd focus on the LGBT community, just, you know, keep a constant. But during those breaks in between, basically anything goes is, like, what happened. If someone had a certain topic they wanted to talk about, they would come to me about it and, like, give a reason as to why they wanted to discuss it and how it would, like, be beneficial. Um, and I guess sort of the, not really like lesson behind it, but um, I guess sort of like the moral of it. Um, so I know we talked about Kavanaugh at some point, um, Trisha Paytas, um, I think we did neo pronouns too. I go, though I guess that kind of counts as like the LGBT community, but a lot of the topics that we discussed were group based. So it wasn't just, uh, me or my vice president deciding what we were talking about. It was definitely a more open and everyone gets their say kind of space. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Uh, that's definitely, I think, a really, really good way of approaching it. <laughs> um, uh, I guess, Ellie, what have you noticed with the, the club at school? What have they done well that you've noticed? Um, so I went to one meeting. <laughs> okay, solid start. But how and... was that? Um, 
I was really nervous for some reason. Well, let's see. Um, the tea kettle's going. I'm sorry. She's vibing. <laughs> we need hot water. Okay. <laughs> we need caffeine. <laughs> Should we done Wonderful. I can't. I can't wait to edit this. <laughs> um. So like it started out kind of awkward. We basically just had like the staff member introducing everyone. Um. We had to do that stupid icebreaker where it was like, say your name, your pronouns, and one fun fact about you. And everyone was like, what the fuck? <laughs> a fun fact? Oh, a no. Fact Whatever will I do? <laughs> That's a fun fact for everybody, though. <laughs> um, I don't know. I said something like, I have five siblings or something like that. Your fun fact should have been, I like musicals so much, I draw every lesbian relationship I can think of. <laughs> Really, I called out. <laughs> <laughs> All of my favorite musicals would be better if they were gay or lesbian. Entirely, I you agree. You know, I I die on the hill on the fact that Newsies is gay. It's a bunch of men. There's there's two female characters, and only one of them is important. That doesn't pass the Bechdel test, Ellie. <laughs> what? It doesn't pass the Bechdel test. Okay, but the tap dance thing. Like <laughs> <laughs> me? Hey, I don't know what it is. Me? What about dancing. equal representation, Ellie? Tap dancing though. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyways, continue. Woman, I'm about to say I'm, I'm allowed to say fuck you, feminism. <laughs> tap dancing. <laughs> Ellie, a tap dancing monster. I'm gonna yoink your pass. Um. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it's mine now. Um, but okay. So the the GSA meeting like started out really awkward, and then like we got into politics really fast somehow. And yeah. everyone just kind of started talking over each other, oh. and it got like really loud. Oh no. And um. Um, I don't know. I I got like really overwhelmed at that point, cause when you first meet me, I'm so shy. Mm-hmm. So, which is why I'm surprised you two have gotten along so well. Uh oh, it's cause we're both awkward. It's a, somehow it just brings us together. And plus, like, we matched on Tinder. That's also true. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. No. Well, okay. Well. Well, I was on there to try and find new friends, not to really like date. And then Brooke was there. I. Okay. Honestly. Ellie, I'm going uh, to the number one dating app, and I just want to make friends. This will be great. I mean, some people you actually know, do you that. You can though, like so. change the settings. Yeah. So yeah. That you're looking for friends, and that's what I did. Yeah. Nice. So I mean, completely valid. That's how you find a lot of friends on campus too. Surprisingly, that's like fair. a lot of people use it just to like get like the ins and outs. Yeah. Yeah, just to get to know people that makes sense yeah yeah but um i don't i don't know what it was like when everyone started talking over each other i just got like terrified <laughs> um and like <laughs> the other thing is that like i went to the meeting to try and like make gay friends 
but I have a really offensive sense of humor, and the problem with the GSA club is that it's a safe space, so I can't call anyone a dyke. <laughs> Respectfully. Respectfully. So how are people supposed to know, get to know the real me, because the real me is a bitch. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, I, that's. Oh, hey, man. What the fuck? Ma'am! Anyways. Um, what was I? I had a topic, one second. I had something. Yeah, um, politics in like groups. Because for the most part, a lot of queer people are. Uh, you know, left-leaning as far as all things are considered. Uh, but we live in Idaho, so we're one of those weird places where the opposite does exist, unfortunately, somehow. Um, I guess, how, how, did, how do you address, Brooke, that? How do you, how do you try to avoid getting, getting <laughs> uh, controversial? See, I found that... God, I had so many issues with other people, though, not even in the club, but just that went to school with us. Um, oh, yeah. Our school was not the most. It was the group itself was fun. The group itself was definitely a safe space. But the moment you left the room, that was where sh- shit hit the fan. Um, everyone had practically the same views. So while it made conversations kind of like you know, going around in a circle, there was the occasional, like, devil's advocate, and so that was fine. We, like, included, like, everybody Mm -hmm. into the conversation, but I know we had issues before with other people that we went to school with. Um, There was the one year where someone had filmed ripping out the photo of the diversity club, like, the group photo, and, like, burning it, and... Um, not in on this tea. Yeah, so I think that, yeah, I think I was that learning. my sophomore year. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, um, and then we had issues of flyers being ripped down as well out in the hallway. <laughs> We're we have had a tea kettle, we've had my alarm, we've had Ellie's ringer go off. We are professionals. I'm the only one that hasn't messed up yet, okay? <laughs> um, Brooke should be the new host. Brooke, you take over. It's your yeah, podcast I'm now. now. Um, I'm, it's I'm just you. I'm this, y'all. Okay. Um, let's see. Yeah, so we had flyers being ripped down from the hallways. We've had someone burn a photo of our club. Um, just... <sighs> it's not even the fact that we live in a conservative state, because... Many uh, states who are still conservative tend to have a larger tolerance for the LGBT community compared to Idaho. It's ridiculous, honestly. And for some reason, people think that it's okay to just bash on somebody um, for being who they are. So (laughs) I think that's part of the reason why we never had a huge turnout, too. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna ignore was... whatever you just said. But because people were scared to be seen walking into the room during our meetings and being associated yeah. with that's diversity. Why I didn't club. Go. <laughs> that's why I didn't go. Yeah, I mean it's it's especially in like high school, it's a place where even if you're just like questioning 
just being, I guess, I don't know what the word is here, but like having your peers see that and not knowing how they'll react is something that's really, really difficult, I think, for a lot of people, um, which is why I think it, it almost feels like a commitment, I think, when you walk into the room. It's not like a, I'm going to go check out this club. It is, this is a commitment I'm making by walking into this room when it really shouldn't be that way. But just because of how, you know, social life is, that, and it ends up being like that, where you're walking into the room, you're one of them now. Um, but yeah, our school definitely did not uh, have the most, uh, I don't, uh, we were not great in the school. <laughs> I, have, I have beef with our school for performative Agreed. progressivism. Yeah. It just... There, there's a lot we can complain about our school. I think that's a topic for another day. <laughs> I can go off. See, okay. I can go off on our school. It's not even just our school, too. It's, like, the entire, like, district. Like, the high yeah. schools, like, the middle schools. Like, and I lived in Nampa, too. And I went to school there as well. And it it was just as bad. Yeah, it's it's very frustrating to see just how little is being done as well. Like, it... I, I don't know if it would be better in a different state. Uh, like, I know the place I'm moving to in Oregon. Um, they're one of the tiny towns outside of Portland. Or not tiny, but, you know, smaller cities outside of Portland. Yeah. Like, pretty far. They are very conservative in that one town. Which is unfortunate, but it's Oregon still, so it's better. Um, they recently had something where um, a, a bunch of very conservative people are in charge of the school board for the year. It just ended up that way. And they, let me see, let me find the exact uh, article I was sent. Uh, um, where is it? But basically, to summarize, while I can't find it, you basically, you're not allowed to bring in anything politically left. So anything that is LGBTQ, BLM, any of that you can get. Like, Imagine having human rights be political. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Oregon School Board votes to ban Black Lives Matter and Pride flags. So, it's not it's not good everywhere. <laughs> one of one of the things with our school, I just I have to say it because I'm I'm yes. always angry yes. about it. Is We're talking like, about making a safe space. So how do we make an unsafe space? <laughs> yeah, our school was like, our my, I don't know, I can't remember what. Oh, it was it was honors sophomore English for me that we read a book called Black Like Me because they're like we're gonna talk about racism and I was like sounds good wait it's about a man doing blackface (laughs) oh and he like so he like he does it realistic it's a non-fiction novel too he does it realistically and he goes and like lives in the southeast to like see if racism is really as bad as they say it is and it is. It's worse. <laughs> and so, like, I understood, like, the point of him doing that, and especially because it took place in, like, the 1950s, 60s. So, like, it's a product of its time. But, like, it is, when we were reading that, it was 2018, and I was like, I feel like we shouldn't be reading a book about people doing blackface anymore. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot more. You didn't read it. Yeah, there's a lot more, like, good examples that you can use there's so many better examples you could choose from nowadays but they keep on getting like 
removed from classes for being too like politically charged. Um, yeah, they haven't changed their one, since like 1980. Yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> um, one of them, I, I don't, have I told you about the the book that got banned that my dad really liked, Ellie? Yeah. Yeah, the the absolutely true story of a part time Indian or whatever it's called, absolutely true yeah, diary. That one covers racism really, really well. Um, and, you know, it's not racism towards black people, but it's racism towards natives. And, you know, th- those are different, but they're very similar, I'd say. I, you know, I have nowhere to speak it's, on this. It's a different experience, but it's still racism. Exactly. That's what I'm trying to say. Thank you for saving yeah. me. I was digging myself <laughs> into a corner there. <laughs> um, but it's a really, really good English book. Major. And, yeah, English major. There we go. Um <laughs> Yeah, it's it's really really good. It's well written. It explains the life of someone who um, lived on. Um, I don't know. I don't know why words won't come to me today. But on like native reservation, is that the right word? Um, I think so. Yeah, like. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I think so. <laughs> um, and how miserable that was for him, and the issues he got from going to a school that wasn't on the native reservation going to a white school as they called it and like the backlash that that had um based on how his peers treated him and everything and it's it's really well written but because they talk about masturbation twice it's not allowed in our school district that's the part that got (laughs) that's the part they're using that's 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 the part they're using but every single time they argued against the book being in there, they always brought up a religious reason. It was, I wasn't there for it and it was frustrating. But yeah, that's just, it's it's so difficult and frustrating for the attempts to make a safer place to be just shut down instantly because they're seen as being political. Yeah. That's like I don't know, man. Like a work, right? Um, Ellie and I at, at the work at the place we used to work at together, um, we had to sign something that basically said we can't bring in politically charged things, if that makes sense. But it only ever really applied to you know BLM because that was around the time BLM was starting or not starting sorry no that was like four months later but it was it was in the time where that was popular you know that was popularized and it was something that meant a lot of a lot of stuff to people and that was the the protests yes it it was when the protests were getting to be uh, i'd say the most the most impactful or the most like relevant they've been Mm -hmm. um and we had to sign something that said we can't bring in anything that has any you know uh and the way they worded it was any political bias but i that's definitely not the case (laughs) there's no chance that's the case um and i mean we you and i have both seen examples of it not working one way and then working the other it's so frustrating okay you know you know the you know the one girl who like we hated who would come to visit every once in a while 
Sure, like, yes. She, yes, I think I know. Decaf is what you want. You want to get decaf. No, the arm coworker. Oh, oh. Yeah, um, she yes. she she worked there, and then she came back for her Christmas break, and everyone was just so fed up with her. Yeah. Um. Well, okay, this is, we're fed up with her because we have to sign this contract that's like, hey, we're not going to talk politics at work because that's, we're, we work customer yeah. service. That's just not a wise thing to do. Yeah. And this, this bitch rolls up and she's like talking to customers and any customer that has anything Trump on, she's like, oh my God, I love your shirt. I was going to wear my shirt today, but um, this outfit is too cute. So I was, I decided not to because it doesn't really go with like the red, white, and blue. And I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> and yeah she goes here she goes to the school and yeah. every time i walk down greek row i'm so scared i'm gonna see her oh yeah she, she's in one of those she's she's in one of those as well yeah she's a sorority girl and she was also like trying to convince me to join a sorority and i was like it's not really my thing you know it's and i was like how do i tell you that i'm a raging homosexual who <laughs> is like a leftist. I will not fit in in your goddamn sorority house. I will be so far from your sorority. <laughs> yeah, that's that. That's one thing is just when when it comes to making safe workplace for everybody, not just the queer community. Politics kind of has to go bye bye, you know, because yeah, it has to go both ways. Yeah, and there is someone who is less severe at our work than the person you mentioned um but she's been there the entire time and she is very very clearly severe. <laughs> she's not she's not openly going to someone and saying that is an amazing shirt about trump like that other person did but she's she definitely says things like she, she, at one point she said you know i'm you know I'm from Idaho, so I'm a red girl or something. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm from Idaho, and I'm not on this political spectrum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, it's it's so frustrating when they're able to talk freely, and if we were to mention something, we would probably get written up for it. Like, you know, we have our one coworker that we don't get along with very well, but whenever he talks up about anything he gets in trouble and yeah. it really frustrates me that that's the case because while he does things that frustrate me and i think are you know right up worthy he should never have ever gotten written up for anything that had to do with you know lgbtq or black lives matter or anything like that like yeah that's an opinion not something to get written up for mm-hmm well, see, there was that time I tried to write up our manager for making horrible racist jokes, and absolutely nothing happened because. Yep. Yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> Do you have any experience with uh, coworkers, Brooke, being awful like that? So. You worked a few jobs. Yeah, I've I've worked more jobs than y'all have, I think. Um. But I used to do fast food at a certain popular place, <laughs> McDonald's. Um, and <laughs> let's see, I started when I was 14. So yeah, you imagine, were working from like way early on. Yeah, I started from the very beginning. Um, 
So imagine a 14-year-old me walking into this ghetto as McDonald's and, like, working all the morning shifts. That's when all, like, the old, cranky Republican people came in. Oh, and... we're well aware. Oh, my God. I remember the majority of them, too, also were trying to, like, get me to go to their church and would, like, give me, like, a pamphlet or something. And I'm just like, sir slash ma'am like no no thank you um that's the only like true issue i've had we've had a couple of people who were just in absolute pain i guess and then my most recent job um i did retail and this is when we had the mask mandate in the store and um placed so I had the satisfaction of telling people to put on a mask, especially those that were wearing a Trump shirt and walking in like they own the damn place. And I'm like, nope, bye. You gotta go if you're not gonna put a mask on. Do you remember on the it. one person, Ellie, do you remember that one person we had to tell to put a mask on and he said we should go burn down the Capitol? Mm-hmm. That was fun. Yeah, and the, man- the manager had to take over because we were scared he was gonna hurt our coworker. Yeah, because he was yelling. Mm-hmm. That was fun. <laughs> Yeah, that, oh my god. There was the one guy who would fake being deaf. What? Oh, so, yeah, that was awful. Oh, yeah, so he came back he, after he so the clearly faked it. ended, and he is genuinely hard of hearing, but it was, when the mask mandate ended, he, I mean, I guess he could have been reading lips, so maybe I shouldn't assume that, but Some I'll, of just, I'll just, yeah, just a little bit. Hmm. It, just, it um, doesn't feel right because he also wore a lot of like uh, conservative stuff, didn't he? Yeah, it just it just didn't add up. Um, but when when we did not have masks on, he communicated just fine. And when when we did have masks on, he would walk in the store. We would say, "Hey, you need to put on a mask." He would just tap his ears and shake his head, like just, I, I guess... just be like, mm, "No, can't hear you. You can't tell me to put a mask on because I can't hear you." Yeah, the, the um, issue is not the the like ha- being able to see in us us and communicate. It's the complete unwillingness in using that as a reason to not wear a mask. Yeah, um, I don't know. I've never been deaf, so <laughs> you did not just I've never that. I've never been deaf before, so. <laughs> oh my God. I don't know how much reading lips works and i know it varies from person to person so i don't want to i don't want to assume he's just being a major dick but i definitely got the vibe that he's well we have our we have our other friend um that we went to band with elliot and she is deaf in one ear and, like, I know with her, the masks was definitely an issue because being able to hear anyone on her left side was, like, impossible. Or was it her right side? At the right side. Um, and so, like, it, it is genuinely an issue for having to wear a mask and not being able to hear other people because of that or, like, read their lips. But the thing to me is that it doesn't make sense that he couldn't put a mask on. You know, he's not talking. <laughs> unfortunately but he's not talking that doesn't stop him from putting a mask on yeah and even if you are hard of hearing we had a sign on the door that said masks are required 
the news was saying, hey, masks are required in most places. Mm-hmm. The the mayor of the city of Boise said, hey, masks are required in all public places. Yeah, yeah. And, like, everything <laughs> was saying you need to do it. genuinely deaf. He could have put two and two together that we were asking him to put on a mask. And if he didn't want to put on a mask, we offered outdoor services. Okay, this is really off-topic and random, but I... We at work recently have had to change our hours because we're a little understaffed. Mm-hmm. Um, because we pay nine, like nine dollars an hour. Mm. Anyways, um, we put up these giant yellow signs in front of our doors, right? And they say our new hours on them. They say, "Hey, we're short-staffed. These are our new hours." And everything's like shorter by an hour. Tuesdays are down to one o'clock. Like plenty of stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. We get customers that. We had a customer yesterday at 3.05 that was still shopping around, and we're like, hey, we're closed by five minutes. Can you hurry up? And she's like, you're closed? I'm like, what the fuck, man? What the fuck? <laughs> and, like, there's people my, – my least favorite thing is when there's an old couple that came up to the door after we closed yesterday, right? Put, mm-hmm. Like, they went up to one of the doors, read the giant yellow sign that takes up a third of the door. And they tried the door. Didn't work. So the logical thought is they're closed, right? No. They walked to the next door, read the sign again, and tried the other door. And then they tried the third door. I don't understand. Shaking one locked door is embarrassing enough for me. Like, one time I went to go yeah, get exactly. coffee at, like, this other local place. And I it was on... Memorial Day, I think, and I wasn't sure if they would be closed or not. So I was just like, whatever, I'll try. They didn't have a sign on the door or anything, so I just tried to open the door, and it was locked. It's me at Starbucks. Leave her day. I'm trying to go get Starbucks. That's so funny. <laughs> we realized it the second you sent that video. And I was like, I forgot that it's Labor Day and they're closed. Mom, come pick me up. I'm scared. It was, it was literally it was such perfect timing because I was I was driving and I like put on the brakes and I was like, shit, it's Labor Day. And then I get a message and I play it and you go, it's Labor Day. I just wanted coffee. No coffee. That was so sad. You you don't understand. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think back to, you know, making a safe place. Um, I think a, another thing is just compassion and being able to understand, like, you know, everyone's going through something, you know, might not be the same thing, but being able to just have empathy for people is really important, um, or even just sympathy. And it just, it, it create it, what it requires is a community. And that's the really hard part is that it requires everyone putting in that effort to be sympathetic, to, you know, try not to bring up anything that would disturb or, you know, trigger anything in anybody. And don't to be... Like... What? Yeah, don't don't call people dykes. Don't, don't be Ellie. <laughs> You're good. Uh, but yeah, is there is there anything we else wanted to... And, oh. Anything else we wanted to cover? We were like, safe space, slurs. I mean, but it's just us. Technically, this is our safe space. So, essentially, it all circles back. We Yeah. I would say a really big thing is just, like, it's communication. It's saying, like, hey, are you comfortable with this? 
like when we hung out with uh, your roommate for the first time, Ellie, we were like, hey, are you comfortable if we say these things? And she was like, go for it, because that's my same type of humor. That is communication, and that yes. is creating yeah. safe space. We're using yeah. words that, you know, might not be safe for everybody, but, you know, it's just that check beforehand. And if you're covering a topic that might be sensitive, doing like a trigger warning or like, is everyone comfortable with this because we can do something else? You know, stuff like that, where just being vocal and being, um, I guess, forward, being upfront with everything that you're, you know, you're going to cover is really important. It's hard to do that when you have anxiety, though. <laughs> That's, yep. I have had to tutor you. Both of you. I've had to tutor both of you through so many things. It's so (laughs) frustrating. Do you consider yourself to not suffer from anxiety, Jalen? Probably not as bad as us. Um, I don't, my my anxiety, I think, is less, I think it it, it used to be, it used to be social anxiety. It's very situational. Um, but it's anxiety about I don't, usually not social things, honestly. Unless, like, I get really, really, like, distracted by somebody. Or, you know, obviously if I'm, like, really attracted to somebody, I'll be, like, a little, like, anxious or, you know, um, awkward. But I think my social anxiety is kind of gone. But yeah. Damn. Imagine, imagine looking at someone and not thinking, damn. Imagine looking at someone and going, ooh, I want to be their friend. <laughs> and if we hold hands later on, that will be fun. <laughs> That's okay. If we fall in love later, That's cute. <laughs> the goals are there. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, Oh my god. Is texting us like, I'm so sorry, I was so loud this morning. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I kind of barged in though, so. Uh, I mean, we're filming a podcast in our room. So I was like, I was literally like, literally just live your life. It was funny too, though. So. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've considered seeing if she wants to. <laughs> I've considered seeing if she wants to come on at any point as well, because that would be really fun, I think. Oh, yeah, that, that would be fun. I mean, this is the only like, my first time coming on, so. Yeah, and and we'll probably have you on at least a few more times. You are <laughs> you are also free at this time, so that makes it really easy. Yes, because I have no life. <laughs> Yay. <clears throat> um, oh, God. But, yeah, I think, uh, is there anything else you guys wanted to cover, really? Um. All right, well. Uh, I guess that that's that for this episode, then. Uh, thank you all for listening if you made it this far and suffered through us, being us. Um, you, uh, find us. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter and YouTube. Uh, we're, we're trying to keep up to date on all three, but Instagram is where you'll find the most and the most active stuff from us. Um, I'm struggling with YouTube. Subtitling is awful, help. and I've offered to help. We both offer to help. Ellie. Listen. We'll get I, the subtitles done. We'll get I, the subtitles done. No, okay. I I like doing the subtitles when I don't have to do them manually. I'm literally totally fine just like editing them when the auto automatic thing works. Um the issue is that I hate poetry and I'm an English major, so I'm having to deal with a little bit of poetry right now. And I'm 
Not okay. So let us cover for the week. Let us, Brooke. I will give you the password to the YouTube, and we will we will get this done. Yeah, that's if I'm not having a mental breakdown over my chemistry. I will do it myself. Never mind. <laughs> We're college students. What do you expect? That's fair. I'm I'm down to like 20 hours a week now at work. So overprotective about my subtitles. Well, guess what? You're about to be over dumb. Um, that's a yeah. slur. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a slur. What if, what if I, I just finally do, get off I this just... waiting list for a psychiatrist and they're like, you're mentally ill and you just called me dumb? Then I'd be right. <laughs> then put free counseling to use. <laughs> <laughs> then we can all. What if I have a literal learning disability and you just called me dumb? Uh, that'd be unfortunate, but I'd probably laugh. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah. Uh, thanks everyone for listening, and see you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.